0: we are back That's right. we are back and we're the three best friends that anybody could have we're the three best friends that anyone could have we're the three best friends that anyone can have and we'll never ever 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 leave each other
1: Welcome to the first AFTN Soccer Show of 2018. If you listen to this show on the podcast, this is episode 238. I'm Michael McCall.
2: I'm Steve Pander. And I'm Zachary Adam Eisenhammer.
1: And we're going to cover a lot in the next hour and a half to two hours. But we're going to talk whitecaps. We're going to talk MLS. We're going to look at the past. We're going to look into the future as well. And we're going to have Wavelength and a few other fun things thrown in as well. Lots of tweets from our listeners to go over. But let's kick things off with Whitecaps news. We're a Vancouver Whitecaps podcast after all, so may as well kick off with the the big Whitecaps news of the week. Fairly quietish start to to the new year, but the the big news was the MLS schedule is out in full. The the Whitecaps will be travelling the most miles of any team in MLS this season 51,178 that's over 3,000 more than the next team which is the galaxy which is surprising <laughs> that
2: the galaxy is traveling much, and almost double what toronto has to travel. yeah toronto
1: 25,891 the least traveled so the the mls cup winners get the perk i, th- I think obviously if, if we had won the mls cup we would then also have just had to travel 25,000 <laughs> miles all these teams would have to come to, to meet us kind of halfway
3: yeah but it's it's nothing new for Vancouver, any sport really. They always have to travel the most.
1: Yeah, well, top seven clubs travel wise are all Western Division teams, yeah. so that that's an interesting kind of dynamic as well. Obviously, I, as more teams get added, we'll, we'll see what can. I also noticed
3: that. that the teams that have uh, some of the teams that have the least travel is teams like Atlanta, um, uh, Chicago, c- uh, Colorado, because they're hubs basically in America, yeah. so they can get direct flights, whereas. Uh, other teams have to get connecting.
2: Is them. that factored in? I don't know if that's factored into this, though. I think, that, I, I, think
3: I, I think it I, makes a difference. I thought
1: it Oh, was it makes just, a difference, but yeah. in this yeah. list. Oh, thought, maybe, not. Yeah, yeah. Just, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. Just actually measuring the distance.
2: Totally a factor. Oh,
1: but yeah, maybe they are. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we, we, we've always known no. that we, we travel a lot.
2: There's no way MLS, the MLSsoccer.com people were saying, okay, <laughs> they have to connect here and there. No, they were just doing well, sure, the distances got, between cities. Maybe they
3: didn't even do it. Maybe they got their uh, the teams to do it for them. Oh, and they maybe. got the information from them? Yeah, no, I don't, no, I don't
4: think
1: so. But some interesting <laughs> fixtures. No Whitecaps games will be shown on US
3: national TV. And they don't deserve it either. I'm talking about the US oh, national gosh. TV. Oh, I am fighting with the Whitecaps. I'm,
1: thinking, I'm talking about the audience. <laughs> they don't deserve to they watch the Whitecaps. They don't deserve to watch the Whitecaps. But it's just another thing that smacks of the Whitecaps feeling like we're an afterthought in this
3: league. Yeah, but honestly, it doesn't make a difference too much to me. I, the, the, I, yeah, the, I mean, uh, ultimately
1: I don't care. But. That throws that open. Does does anyone outside our market, outside our rivals, actually care about Vancouver? Do our rivals even care about Vancouver?
2: Yeah, the rivals do care. But I think one thing you can talk about is the makeup of the squad and the quality or the style of play, right? I don't think any of those three things are... Have U.S. Uh, national TV sponsors clamoring to to show bank.
3: Yeah, if you have a top-tier uh, designated player, yeah. you're getting on national yes. TV, but they don't have one.
1: We had Freddie F and Montero last year, and it's not it's
3: not it's They're not it's not, it's not making yeah. the ten, a national team. There. The
1: the schedule, the the big news, of course, is the the Cascadian Cup reduced games for Vancouver. They play two less Cascadian derbies. Three games against San Jose. They're the only team that that we we get to play three times because both of us are a spare wheel.
3: Yeah, we basically got paired up with them. Yeah, because everybody got paired up with their. They're not gonna. They're not gonna not pair we're, Portland we're, and Seattle together. We're That's two
1: ginger gonna... kids of MLS. Yeah, maybe. And I say that as a ginger myself. Yeah. Well,
2: uh, the, the in one sense to their credit, the the Whitecaps' Travis did touch base with supporters in December about this, uh, about the Cascadia schedule. So that was nice, but um, it's disappointing that the league didn't didn't say, "Oh, there's something important on the line here. Let's forego the third game between Seattle and Portland so that there can be a balanced schedule." Now I know they would never do that they because do that. they make more money off of Seattle Portland game. They, I totally yeah. understand that. The, but the if they, TV if,
3: people will just fight that. Because, but if they did want to yeah. show, if
2: they did want to say, "You know what? No, we do care about the supporters. We do respect what's going on." They could have done that. Oh, they, yeah, they they could have, but.
1: Like when it was first kind of Jonathan Tannenwald kind of put it out on Twitter before the schedule came out that this was going to happen, and it, it does make sense. And like after the initial kind of oh wow that's one less trip to Oregon for me this year, disappointingly, it it's not a bad thing because <laughs> well two two reasons one based on the results last year it's not a bad thing because we can't beat any Cascadian team on the road, but that aside. It was getting. A, was it getting a bit boring? Was it not a special playing them three times
2: a year when you're just playing them home and away? Does it make it
1: feel a little bit special
2: again? Uh, I I don't think it was getting boring, other than some of the results. <laughs> but I agree with you I, in this in this area. I would say I'm a traditionalist, Michael, and I, I think you should only play home and away in in the league table. Yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. like a, so in that a sense. and I'm okay with it. We're still game. playing. Who is it, San Jose? Three times. Yeah. Anyone else or just San Jose? Just San Jose. Yeah, great.
1: There are our new rivals. We'll have to get a new well, trophy we, new for old them. rivals. We
3: played them first. Yeah, ever.
1: Yeah. So we, we can definitely kick some kind of cup to do with earthquake because no, we're no, waiting no. the big one. They've had the big one. They're called the earthquakes. No, no. No, if we sign Alan Gordon, we could have the the Gordon Cup. We did sign Alan Gordon. Oh, if we kept him, if oh. we re-signed him, still so hold out that hope.
2: <laughs> I don't think that's happening. I don't think it Kai, Kai, that, Kai Kamars here. I don't think they. Went want Al Gordon. Yeah, well,
1: I've got to be honest. The schedule came out and I didn't really find it very exciting, very river thing. It did not get my juices flowing uh, on the couch.
3: Was there... Because there was... Like other than the Cascadia thing there was nothing really to complain about because it was kind of an even schedule too if you think well, it's, of it's it it's very balanced so it's yeah. way
1: more balanced in that we don't have like there's no more than two games on the road at any spell over the season yeah. gone are those stupid four game road trips because U2's obviously not playing this year so.
3: and, and the four game homestands that you would just have to yeah. keep going game yeah. after game and you, people get Which tired the, of g- yeah
1: we got tired of
3: it yeah people get you can't go game after game this is like it takes a lot of effort to get to a game for the, the average person with a family. We do have a
1: three-game homestand yeah. later in the season, I, and three bye weeks as well.
2: Again, I'm a traditionalist. Uh, I love how the Bundesliga does it. That'll be the theme of the show. Yeah, probably.
1: We'll call that the traditionalist. No, wh-
2: like where where uh, where you you know who you're playing, and then you play the opposite in the second half of the season. If you played them home, no, that would be ideal. Yeah, that
3: would. That, I think that works in most of Europe.
2: I, I don't know if they actually follow that in England. I,
3: do, I think they do. Yeah. Mm, I, don't I, don't, know. I don't think they quite I don't do. think they do because well, there's some really good Somebody tweet weird
2: us out
1: and let us know. Yeah. The, the Caps open DC United's new stadium at Audi Field on July 14th. So that, that's a big that, game. And that's
2: not a national TV game? No. <laughs> that's strange.
1: And talking about how people maybe view Vancouver, DC fans were tweeting stuff out like, oh, well done, DC United, having your weakest opponent to open <laughs> yeah. the stadium and stuff. <laughs> so, hmm. But I. I mean, for me, there were, there were some games I wanted to try and get down to this year. I wanted to get down to LAFC, see their new stadium, because their new stadium looks fantastic. The way that they've done it, so that depending on where you are, you've got that view of the downtown hub through one of the corners, that's quite smart. Um, I want to go and see San Jose's new stadium. I, I never made oh, it. Oh, you haven't been? No. I've, oh. I've been at Buckshaw a couple of times, which I, I liked Buckshaw, but. Been, I, 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 was, I was
2: there once, but not for. It was for. When they ham- uh, it was a earthquakes hammering of Chivas. Ah, oh, yeah, it was not a great football stadium,
1: but I've not seen the new one. So I was hoping to kind of do a nice little road trip down there, get to Pacific Grove, little place I like in, in California, just like San Monterey. But that game's in August.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be hot.
1: You've got Portland you don't like in August. Yeah, you don't like the heat. I don't like the heat. July for the Sounders. Too much. Ah, oh, too crap for me. It's like. More expensive. We like to go away when it's cheap. Obviously, being Scottish, I, I like my cheap. Have you been to Salt places. Lake? I've been to Salt Lake in okay. twenty
2: eleven. Oh wow! Yeah, in Is May, April. There's a game in Salt Lake in April. Yeah, it'll be nice and cold. Do you
1: not remember Salt Lake in April last year? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: I didn't go last year. I went the the two years before that, and it was nice and crisp in April.
1: Yeah, well, who knows what that's going to be like? So, just we'll go over some tweets that, that some of the listeners sent just about the schedule. Jake Nemec at J Nemec, um, he's going to be at both the Cascadia away and LAFC away matches this season, and he can't wait, so enjoy those. Chris Corrigan's also hoping to do the two Cascadia games. I mean, I'll do the two, even though they're in the summer, yeah. but I might just not have a, a big holiday at the, uh, over the, the course of it. But Chris is also hoping to get to Toronto, which is in October, Yeah. which seemed a, a little bit weird. He's. It depends on flight deals for him, and he's keeping his eyes on the California fixtures as well. Uh, Toronto in October might appeal, but obviously I do the commentary for UBC, so it kind of
2: depends on who. Uh, why would you want to go to Toronto? Like when you like, would you want to spend the money on a flight for a cup match? Will we be maybe in the means, final? Maybe it means by a cup match. Yeah, I mean we've got June.
1: Maybe get to Niagara Falls in June. <laughs> go to see Marine Land if that's still a thing. Is that yeah. still a thing?
2: Uh, I think it's still there. I, I think they lost the dolphins and all that.
1: Oh, I, I just remember the first time everyone I went loves there. Yeah, marine that man. was on
2: constantly on the T V. Yeah, yeah. It was like in my
1: head, it's like
2: yeah. I've been there man. when I was younger.
1: I I, I liked it. I like Toronto. I like no, Niagara that's, Niagara, that's
2: Niagara Falls. It's not Toronto. That's like saying hope. Hope is Vancouver.
1: Thunder Bay as well, like that. Oh, all, all <laughs> really close together. Maybe I'll do a little walk. The Derby. Yeah. Uh, Reena Beryl the Peril, Beryl the One Peril says, "I'm happy to be using the away game at Colorado this year as an excuse to visit Denver and the surrounding area, expecting the Caps to step up their game for that one." Yeah, I
2: was looking at that one too because I've never been there. There.
1: I've only flown through Denver as like a, a hub and spent like an hour there or something. It's very high. Well, in altitude
3: they, they have legalised pot no I meant altitude
1: and of course we have a game on Canada Day it's the legalised pot derby yeah. on July 1st yeah. so that'll be fun for everyone I'm sure no no know. don't sell me on that Murray D. Lynn says if the Caps make a clean sweep off their Cascadia matches then the three fixtures between the flounders and the fallen trees are moot he's just making that point so let's hope for that Tracy James-Clark any word on NOSA? Maybe going forward, abilities and central midfield are kind of missing. We haven't heard any more about NOSA. Nope. but
2: that's not about the schedule. No. Oh, we're breaking from the schedule. Yeah, I just put that in the wrong
1: <laughs> section, but there we go. But Let's talk about NOSA. Yeah, we haven't heard any more about it, but I do believe that they are still interested in possibly re-signing him. He hasn't joined anyone else. And I do feel we still kind of need him, but maybe they're kind of just seeing what maybe happens with Laba yeah. because they haven't closed up totally either. But
3: I don't know if you want to oh, be waiting to see on Laba because you Nosa is a very good central midfielder. I'd rather have Nosa yeah. than, and so, than Laba. Uh, I think so we,
1: we've discussed that a lot.
3: Maybe the deal's just in place and they just haven't had a chance to announce it.
1: Well, maybe they're we trying
2: to spread the good news. Spread the good news, exactly. You, still we, two months to go. Yeah, we don't know more about this, right? No. Unless you do? Any no, I haven't, talked to any, oh, I haven't
1: talked to anyone. And the last tweet, Rick Halland, Halas777. I'd love to go on a big road trip with the Caps, but I'm not going to the US until the goofball is out of the White House. As David Bowie said, I'm afraid of Americans. But he does hope to make it to Toronto or maybe Montreal for the, the V Cup. And I know a lot of the, the White Caps fans still won't travel to the US. No. And I mean, you can see both sides of that. You do have to think that a lot of our rivals that we're playing, they're, they're in like-minded
3: states. So, I mean, it's that yeah. kind of... I'm hoping to get down to San Diego. Oh. Now, the Whitecaps won't be there, no. but I'm hoping to get down to San Diego. Maybe we'll ca- catch them at the same time I've been with LA. Once. I, I Maybe like when San LA's Diego. in, uh, when yeah. they're visiting LA, I can take the train up to LA.
2: We should have a... Take the train? Yeah. Do you see... <laughs> from San uh, Diego to LA. Oh, okay. There's a nice train oh. from
3: LA. It's on the coast. I think you meant from
2: here. No, yeah, from here. They're, oh, that I'd terrible find. train accident they had yeah. on their first attempt at a high speed, yeah. that was Never, not tragic. I much more about
1: that, actually. it's like Tragic. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Especially because like, we drive up and down the I-5 so much, so you know that stretch and you yeah. know everything. It's just, it really hits home, so our thoughts about everyone there. Back to some white cap stuff, there's been a little bit more update on Jordi Reyna. He hopes to rejoin the team within two weeks is what he's been telling everyone. And that's down when Peru. that's when
3: everybody gets together anyway. Yeah. So it's not something different.
1: It looks like the the police are not laying any charges in the death of the young volleyball player. They're saying it was natural causes, heart attack, and Jordi Reyna gave a big press conference this week. Yeah, lots of media there. He said he wanted to clear the air, he wanted to get everything out there because he felt he'd been misrepresented in the media, he wanted to, to just let everyone know that he had nothing to do with it. He said there was about 10 people in the the apartment at the time and that the Caps have been very supportive of him and it looks like he's going to be back within two weeks. So that's great. Great for the White Caps. Not probably great for the, the girls' family because I don't really think there's any closure there. Yeah. The dad did talk about getting the body exhumed and doing a, a new post-mortem, so... Who knows what's going to happen with that? But it looks like Jordy is in the in the clear. Not that we we thought anything otherwise, and he will be a white cat next season. Which from a white point of view is fantastic. We so need him in this team. A Couple of guys though that won't be in the team next year. Samadi Cookby. It looked like he was going to be in Sweden.
3: Yeah. He's going to another Scandinavian. Country.
1: Yeah, he's going to become a Viking. But the whole Swedish thing was very interesting. Gothenburg, they seemed to really want to sign him, but it seemed to fall through on the monetary side. And we don't know exactly what that is. We don't know whether that means the Caps were looking for too much money or they were looking to, to get a lump sum and Gothenburg wanted to pay it in stages. But that all fell through. But now it looks like he is going to Norway. He's going to be joining Oslo First Division Club. The Elite Serien, N, Yeah, it's a decent team. Nice Viking name, that. Valeringa. Valeringa has
2: a, like a pretty awesome following. Yeah,
1: Managed did. by Ronnie Delia, who used to be the Celtic boss. Wasn't fantastic with Celtic, but but it was reported yesterday, Saturday, on Sporting.com, which I'm sure we're we, all big fans, we read that every day. They reported that there are some concerns and some doubts that he might actually join them. And because he may not pass the medical. (laughs) And if that happens, he's in complete limbo now. And there was a few folk, Glass City was one of them, that said he was a bit disappointed that Sam wasn't coming back because he'd like to have seen him have a try here. As we've said so many times, he does not want to come back and play for the White Cats in MLS at this stage of his Uh, career. Yeah, he wants to try Maybe in the future, but... So, fingers crossed for Sam that the medical goes well. He's had a really tough time with injuries over the last couple of years. Looked to have turned the corner, but, but who knows about that.
3: Another, uh, one of his uh, Red sea teammates, teammates was re-signed, but yes. immediately loaned out yeah. to Mexico.
1: And announced by the player himself. Yeah. The Cats have not made the announcement, but Marco Bustos did make the announcement. He is going on loan to Mexican side Club Atletico Zacatepec probably murdered that name I have no idea Second
3: Division, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Second Division in Mexico the Ascenzo or something like that so he announced that he's there the White Cats have obviously picked his rights back up he's there one of the reports I read said that the deal's only until June Okay and then they'll kind of review re- stuff Review re- 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 yeah. it, yeah it's great for him
3: The coach seemed very impressed by him Yeah
1: He deserves to be playing He needs to be tested at a higher level he deserves Fresno be pl- wasn't
3: going to be doing that He deserves to be playing in the position he's supposed to play by Yes, the way, that too. as well That's
1: Let's one. hope we see him <laughs> as an a, an attacking midfielder Yeah. Don't want to see him as a winger No. Please do not play him as a winger And hopefully his game's going to go from strength to strength He's a real talent
2: Wish him well Wish Sam well Any thoughts on those two moving on, Zach? No, yeah You You wish them well uh, it's interesting for, for Marco, this, this opportunity. Hopefully, he's able to take it and, and run with it. And he's able to progress and develop even further. Yeah. David
1: Usted might be going to DC United in return for a second-round draft pick. So, basically, it's just his rights that's going to DC. Yeah. now. It seems a very strange place for me for Usted to
3: land. Well, they did lose their keeper to, I think, Norway or Denmark. But it
1: does, DC United does not seem... Lead, yeah. I don't know. That just doesn't seem the ideal fit for him. Yeah. It they, doesn't seem like the kind of city he wants to be, that he wants to bring his family up. The, and...
3: the, the thing is, none of the DC reporters, all the DC reporters, I believe, when they have uh, mentioned it, are mentioning reports for Vancouver. Nothing from DC's side. So DC is not really... Spilling it, it's all coming from Vancouver side.
2: It'll be interesting to see, yeah, just his rights. Like if they'll be able to sign him, because we know we we know what he wants. We know what he wants, and I think he'd be happy to be in MLS. We know what he wants: salary rise, roughly, or or what he wants. We also know that LA Galaxy wanted him, and if he's like,
1: oh. Do I get to join LA Galaxy? No, I get to go to DC United.
2: But maybe DC makes a trade for his rights. Well, that's either. what I was thinking. Yeah. It's
1: like they get his rights and then they immediately flip him.
2: But but DC does need a keeper. Oh, they're, they do. Oh, yeah. they, right, but they're going into the season where they're opening a new stadium. And they're playing all... When, until they open the stadium in July against Vancouver, they're playing all but two games at home. And the two games at home, they, they haven't announced where they're playing them yet, which yeah. is classic. Yeah. Um, so some par- some, park, some park in D.C.
1: <laughs> but I mean, th- their schedule's horrendous. Yeah. 12 games on the road and then 10 of the last 12 at home. That's because that's of,
2: not, the, that's of the opening I, of the stadium. I don't
1: why, but it's yeah. not right. That's complete Mickey Mouse. It's yeah. that's, absolutely... That's
3: typical North... Whenever any, any sport in no, North but, America, the, there's a new stadium, they're going to push people on the road gonna, as much as surely possible. Surely it's going to kill any playoff hopes they had. I don't but, think they care this year. <laughs> I think they're just rebuilding for next year.
2: No, but that's you. You got to open the stadium well. well remember, they can't be they can't be crap again. Re-
3: remember, there were a couple of years when TFC opened the stadium yes. uh, on the road, and they kind of picked up some wins. And then when they got at home, then they started winning. Continue to yeah, winning.
2: That was also after consider investment in their squad. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah. DC needs a quality keeper. Yeah.
3: So, uh, Z- uh Zach, you weren't here. Obviously, my, we know Michael's thoughts <laughs> on this. Um, Danielle Henry. Uh, signing with the Whitecaps, what, what do you think about that?
2: Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. It's nice to have. I mean, it's nice to have a Canadian here who hopefully can make a, a breakthrough. I, I know, Michael, you're not a fan of, of, of it, and I, I can understand mm-hmm. why. Um, but he's only uh, he's got potential. But he's only focusing –
3: Michael's only focusing on the negative. Yeah, every it, time he's seen I, him negatively, I, I, Danielle not like me, is it?
2: Danielle has like potential. He has some very good raw talent. It hasn't. It feels like it, due to injury, a little bit. It hasn't progressed to where you would hope it yeah. to. Plus, I really hope the one thing I would probably agree with you on is I really hope he was not brought here to be right back cover, like center back, yes. and then right back I, cover. I could see that that, that is why but he's here. That's not a that's not a good sign. And I hope not it proves me see. wrong. I know. I, I know. There's other rumors about yeah. other right yeah. backs, but
1: yeah. Well, we'll, we'll kind of come to in the so, next part. So I'm,
2: I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not where Michael has Michael is at on it, but uh, I'm not. I wasn't like I, I, I would. I would rather see David Edgar if I had the, If there's a if, if, it, yes. if, it was, if it was or is a choice between the yeah. two, I would rather see David Edgar. Me too. But that's just because I know him a little bit better and appreciate him. And it's an interesting one. Yeah. It, it feels it feels it feels though a little bit like a low risk. Yeah, a low risk play. Right? I just
1: hope he proves me wrong. I'd love to be eating humble pie about it. I just hope his time at West Ham has done well and that he's. He's learned under the hammers. And
2: who knows, maybe he will replace Jordan Harvey as the person you start all the all the new segments with.
1: Mm, no. <laughs> anyway. Now, just a, a couple more white caps things to, to get us going. We we talked a little bit there uh about what the future of Noza might be, and just in the break there, we got a very interesting DM. Um there's going to be some Noza news. Not sure if it's good news or bad news, but there's going to be some news in news probably Monday or
3: Tuesday, with the looks of it. So either you're, if it happens Monday, you'll be listening to it this afterwards. <laughs>
1: yes, oh. I'm not think. I've, I, I've sliced this in, yeah. but that that'd be interesting. I'd like to see him back. He was one of the the better players in in the end run. We waited so many weeks to see the guy, and then something you asked me during the break as well about Bola. Not really yeah. heard much about him at all. I, I think they'll bring him back. I think they're just trying to play hardball to try and get him down on a lower contract. Not like the White Cats to try and, and go cheap on anyone, of course. I don't want to suggest that for a You bit. can't use the word cheap,
2: Michael. Come oh, on. Sorry. Um, and then no, the- with Nose though, it'll be inter- it'll be interesting to I I think one of the things that maybe we won't know either, or we may not know right away, but it'd be interesting to know like what, what really happened. Like why his was option wasn't taken, why it's taken so long for something to happen.
1: Yes, because there's got to be some reason. Cause yeah. it, it makes no sense at all to me right now. And of course, we haven't had a chance to, to have her sit
3: down with Robo. He makes no sense. He wasn't,
1: I don't think he was going to, he had originally planned to go back to Wales for Christmas, but he has gone back to Wales. Yeah. So af- after all the hassles with trying to speak to him on the telephone from Wales last year, where he kept getting disconnected every 10 minutes, we decided to wait till he came back. So we will be sitting down with Robo sometime soon. Maybe even next weekend we'll have that on the show. But we're talking about potential right-back cover and Daniel Henry, you don't want it to be him. There has been a very interesting name, a Mexican right-back, uh, Efrain Juarez, I think the name is. I would like to put that, Juarez.
2: Steve, could you repeat that for us?
1: Efrain Juarez. See, we're all, we're all doing that. It's probably not his name, but there we go. So he's been kind of put out there as a, a possible right-back that, that may come to the Whitecaps. That would be an interesting one. And I... Uh, That'd be a good battle for Nerwinski, because that I think if he comes, that's not guaranteeing that Nerwinski is your starting right back, which then seems a little bit of a waste of all the good work that Jake did last year. You do want competition, yeah.
2: But at the same time, blocked pathways, as Robo <laughs> always likes to say, it, it's going to be interesting too. To, I mean, I guess most people assume or expect that the dominant setup to begin matches will be four-two-three-one but with, with with I didn't you know I don't know now. Yeah with Don with Danielle coming in Yeah it, it, what are the possibilities that they wor- work more in the preseason at a 352 option or a 532 option
1: with Henry on the bench <laughs> I, I'm Ho- hoping to be good Yeah I you know three five two five three two. it's going to be interesting I will get a good gauge in the preseason I wouldn't be surprised to see Robo try a lot of different formations and see what sticks in the preseason I still like the 4141. I don't know why he went away from that. We've talked about I, that before, but I just don't know why he went away from
2: that. I'm going to disagree with you a little bit.
1: You don't think he'll no, experiment?
2: No, I am I, I just the way you were saying that. I I hope that the preseason is not let's throw a bunch of things at the wall and see which sticks. I hope it's more like here's how we want to play. And so let's work on in the preseason, but let's also work at maybe what uh our secondary option is more than it feels or appears that they have in the past. But will we
1: even have our full starting team by then? Because you're going to have players missing pre-season. They're going to be in camp Canada. America's got camp. Yeah. And and we, we often have, bring Yeah, we bring notoriously players, yeah. add well,
4: players a, in
2: February. A lot of MLS teams add players later. Yeah.
1: But the way that things are going just now, how, how are you feeling right now? Still two months of the, the off-season to go. A lot of deals will get done. We have added tons of players in February over the last couple of seasons. But right now, how are you feeling the Whitecaps are going to do this coming season? When you look at the rest of the West, who these guys are bringing in, we're going to look at some MLS news in a sec. Are you confident? Do you do you think we're going to make the playoffs or is this going to be a season of struggle?
2: It feels like they have improved the squad. You'd like to think with, even up front, where you, you lost a 15-goal you know, score or whatever, but you've brought in... The Venezuelan, you brought in Kai Kamara. He's <laughs> the <a> Venezuelan now, <laughs> right? You brought you brought in two different types of strikers. Is it just South Americans, you're going to refer to as this. <laughs> two different types of strikers that yep. can that can play up top. So this Sierra Leonean. Yeah, so it feels like a bit of a not a not a wash. It, it, I, honestly, it feels like previous seasons where there is improvement in the squad, but I don't know that it compares to the overall improvement of the rest of the conference or league. I
1: mean, I I did think that last year. I I thought that everyone else in the West had strengthened way better than the Whitecaps. And then we saw what a crapshoot the West basically was, or how crap the West basically was. But this year definitely feels different. LAFC's come in. If they don't make the playoffs, I'll be stunned. So that takes up one of those spots. LA
2: Galaxy cannot be as bad as they were last year. And I don't know. If they, I don't know if they signed some guys in the last week or so that you're like, really? You're bringing back well, I Cashley Cole back, again? Yeah, I yeah know. that and, was a shocker. I was surprised about Baggio that. Baggio Hucidic is going for another roll of the dice there too. Like, I, yeah. I
1: mean, LAFC has definitely been the better of the two teams so far in bringing folk in. But you, you just have to feel that with that pressure of a new
2: team in the city – how bad they've done, but the, but the galaxy's problem is they're so hamstrung, or I guess there's new inflection of t- influx of Tam, but they. They were so hamstrung by how the squad was built in the past under Bruce Arena yeah. that really they they're limited in what they can do. So the new Tam money they're going to need to use it to to do any kind of meaningful changes. And, and, and it they, doesn't feel yeah. super meaningful. Remember they yet.
3: finished. Uh, I, I don't know if you mentioned this. They finished at the bottom, and you get more Tam when you finish at the bottom too. Yeah. So in addition but, to yeah. everything, but else not as get... much
2: as a first year team like no, LAFC no.
3: LFC definitely gets more.
1: But in jo- John Thornton's at LAFC. well, they be hamstrung. Yeah, I was waiting for you to say. <laughs> I, I threw that out on Twitter today just to, to get the gauge right now of fans. And as we say, long way to go, so don't get too caught up in this. But just some of the tweets, Ryan McLeod at CTV Ryan, he says that he thinks they still have a chance of the playoffs in the West, but it's going to be a grind. It does feel like it's going to be a hard slog. G. Wolf underscore sports, last year's biggest weakness for him was in the midfield. So it depends on if they can actually address that. If Noza and Laba both go and no new midfielders come in, he doesn't see the playoffs happening. The wings are also looking a little bit threadbare. Centre of the part is definitely a a worry for me right now. Reyna was great and we hope that he is going to kind of keep creating, but he isn't that number 10. He's not the kind of. We need this creative number 10. There were some rumours as well that Pedro was still getting linked for coming back to the fight camp. That's not going to happen.
2: Let's hope that that is not the case. Can I read the next one? Yeah. Uh, So, Murray D. Lynn says, the way the team is setting up, I am dreading a season of kick and chase, hit and hope football. The team hasn't addressed the distressing gap in central midfield. The re-signing of Chani and not uh, Igobor signaled that if this is the approach, it could be a struggle. And that's all, they said. Nothing else. Yeah, I'm sure of
4: that. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: Yes, he did also add that we need to have (laughs) Freddie Montero back. And, I mean... It looks highly unlikely, but Rick Halland, Halla 777 also wants to add Montero to the forwards. Another good option in midfield would be nice too. Who knows what's good enough to make the playoffs? He fears the front office is happy with mediocrity. I want cups, and he values the Cascadia Cup over the MLS Cup. Quality fellow, Rick is. But Montero's—it's not dead in the water. He hasn't signed with anyone, so he could be back. There's a danger of stacking the team, though. We've got a we have got what looks like a pretty solid back line. And we've got what looks like a, a good first choice attack with Kamara, Blondell, Reyna. The bit in the middle
2: is where it all and, happens. So that was the problem last year. And this is what well, this has been the whole MLS era of the of of the team, right? You I mean where I, where I sit where I stand whatever they, they, everyone talks about this um, not every game but almost every other game yeah. you know we talk
3: L- about it in the in
4: the uh, w- in the, press play play it, we see the so podcast you, you have
2: you have you know LWO4 John Humphreys being like you know, and Slamo talking about the mid John, um John Moore the hammer mass like they're all just talking about like you know the way we're lacking creativity and direction and leadership in the midfield.
3: Like we, they he, the guy can be a holding midfielder. That's not an issue, but he's got to be able to be uh l- like creative enough to link up the back end to the front yeah. and be that connection.
1: I I was at a VMSL game yesterday and just had to get my football fix. I was speaking to Minor Campos. He was there watching the game as well. Well-known photographer and local referee.
3: Johnny Leveron fan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Worked hard with Johnny LeVron and David Flores. So we had a very interesting chat about, the point that I made to him is, the Whitecaps, they bring in all this South American talent, Latino talent, but yet you've got a UK, an entirely UK-based coaching staff. Yep. So they're coming at the game from two different yep. mindsets. Culture clash. Yeah. Yep. Is that going to get the best out of either? I mean, that's... Uh,
2: what, what did Miner say?
1: Yeah, he agreed. Yeah. Um, Caleb Wilkins Wilkins underscore Wilkins That's, that's underscore why I brought Caleb up the conversation because Miner agreed yeah. <laughs> Miner um, will tweet at you if
2: you didn't agree I think.
1: <laughs> So Caleb said Caleb writes for 86 Forever His stuff's excellent actually I really wish you wrote for AFTN If you ever fancy switching sites Caleb just get in touch Love to have you on board the AFTN team. Did you just do that this week? <laughs> yeah we took Jay we took um, Caleb is fairly confident He thinks the current squad might sneak in But he assumes the spinning isn't done yet. I hope the spinning isn't done yet. Um, He likes the direction that are going with the silings like Kamara and Blundell, but he thinks they still need at least one more midfielder, maybe Noza, maybe someone else. Chris Gore replied to that, saying sneaking in is all we need to do if the the real goal is to try and win the MLS Cup. Bobby Leonarduzzi said earlier this week, Bobble Leonarduzzi said earlier this week, that that's all he was after, like just getting into the playoffs, and then he wants to win the MLS Cup. So I think we have to judge the team on that, on that standard. Unfortunately, that means we only have to just do enough to get into the playoffs. And ultimately, we do. I don't care if we finish sixth, as long as we then do it in the playoffs. Sent the bar so high. I know. It's <laughs> horrible to think like that. But El Canico, he's trying to be positive this year. <laughs> he's not going to say anything. He said if he's nothing positive to say, he's not going to make any comment. But he did say, in all seriousness, we haven't upgraded the team yet. Meanwhile, other teams are splashing the cash, so let's hope we start upgrading the squad soon. Last couple, Graham Took at Chelsea. Took, no playoffs as things stand. fellow Scots. Yeah, obviously our Scots are quite doom and gloom. And the final one from Greg Petrie at Our Dumb World. He thinks the team got off to a good start addressing some issues, but the lineup is still incomplete. Regardless of guilt, innocence, it'll be interesting to see where Reina's head is at when he does come back. Mm -hmm. He thinks they're they're currently in tough to make it back to the playoffs. And that is a good point about Reyna. I mean, we're saying it's great to have him back. He's been through hell. And I know the girl's family has been through worse, but Reyna's been through hell. He's had everything dried out in the tabloid press down there. That's going to affect anyone. He's going to be glad to get away from it. But you do have to kind of wonder where, where his head is going to be at. But it does feel that other teams in MLS have upgraded better than, than the Whitecaps have done. Let's look at LAFC. They signed midfielder Benny Feilhaber. Traded for him, yeah. Well, traded, yeah, yeah for Feilhaber this week from KC. 400,
2: right? Yeah. 400 to 200 weeks. Yeah.
1: And, of course, it was made official. Jordan Harvey is now in the black and gold. Yeah. First LA derby is going to be on March 31st. That's going to be a, a
3: cracker. And the thing is, they're, they're, the, these two guys are solid MLS sweaters. They're 30-plus years old. Yeah. I think with 33 and 32 or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. And it, But you need those kind of players, like like we were th- these are the players you need like we were stuck with uh, like you said before Thorrington um the badge guy um a couple other guys like that so but this is better quality
2: to have for
3: an expansion is, team. is
2: Pete Vino still at the Galaxy or did he get I think he got fired didn't he I have no I idea I remember now. I
3: don't know. uh
2: miss him
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh big big trade this week Sasha
3: Cleshton. Won't have to deal with El Tutorial. No. Well, at least in New York, he won't have to deal with it. Well, yeah.
1: Trade to Orlando for 150k in TAM, plus Carlos Rivas and Tommy Redding. That's a that's a good pick-up by Orlando and quite bizarre that Red Bull's went to let him go. He's
2: like 33, isn't he's he? It's good. Who cares how old?
1: Us old guys can still do it, Zach. Believe in yourself. I still hope to play for TSS Rovers this season. <laughs> I'm going to go to the open tryouts. Yeah. Well... Just, As a a defender, right? Well, they they don't seem to like defenders, so I don't think
3: there's any need for that. There's a rumor also this week that came out from the crew Yes, that not only are the crew moving, there could be a couple of players wanting (laughs) to move out. This would be massive. Well, I think they're wanting to move because they wanted something established instead of wondering if they're going to be in Columbus or wanting to be in Austin. Ola
1: Kamara, Justin Miram. I I tweeted out, I would smash the Whitecaps front office piggy bank to smithereens to get all the kamara here yeah and i just
3: want kamara and well kamara. the players yeah the and you the, pu- the players you put in, the players you put in the deal are not going to happen the players you had in your tweet yeah i, I was that, prepared that was- to give
1: up <laughs> henry shea yeah Mesquita, and hurtado i it breaks my heart to lose all those guys but the the crew I feel deserve some good news and getting th- those
3: guys. I, I just don't think that's going to happen. I think that no, they're not really looking to add. Shade. I, it would
1: really add new meaning
3: to save the crew hashtag. <laughs> I I think with with the owner who he is, I think he's looking for money and yes. you'll have to send money you over it or, yeah
1: Justin Miram would be a good fit here <laughs> yeah. he oh, kind of fits in Robo's style I know
3: I know you like Kamara more yeah. but I think Justin Miram could really make a big impact here like a bigger impact than Kamara I know Kamara's a goal scorer but just Justin Miram is the guy you kind of need yeah uh, but the Kamara, Whitecaps have been Kamara
1: did an interview with him so oh, yeah, I'm that's always right. I'm I always forgot <laughs> about that that always wins me over when the guys speak to me yeah but Kamara is rumored to be possibly going to the Galaxy so that would be a good one for the galaxy and not good for the whitecaps unfortunately that they they need someone like him yeah and he's been great in his two seasons here second season showed the first one wasn't a fluke he's a talented guy got back into the norwegian national team set up so i mean yeah i having that kamara and kamara strike force would be fantastic here not gonna happen some homegrown news. Everyone seems to be adding homegrowns. Dallas added their 19th homegrown player, Brandon Servania. New York Red Bull as well. They added another one, Kevin Pollitz. Now, for all the caps talk about homegrowns and stuff, actions definitely seem to speak louder than words. We've added Davey Norman Jr. But the whole Fresno thing's a mess. Guys just have not wanted to go to Fresno. They're looking to go elsewhere. So far, they've only announced three players can going you, to Can you blame them? No, I can't blame yeah. them in the slightest. It's hopefully going to mean TSS Rovers are going to have the best PDL squad going next season. But, yeah, it's it's pretty disappointing. New, kit, new kits have been revealed all over the board. Um, I've heard a rumour that the new caps kit could be dark charcoal.
3: Mm, that's interesting.
1: I wouldn't mind that. Not black? Was like, it pl- what dark grey? Well, it could be dark grey, black, it depends. It the person that told me, they saw it in a dark room. But they they said to me it was dark charcoal. And I think it's time now for Wavelength. Now, when we did the Christmas show, I talked about Slade and the, the big Christmas hit that everyone knows in the UK. And nobody here had heard of Slade, which stunned me. So we're going back to 1978 for this episode of Wavelength. And we're going back to Slade with the only football song that they've done. It's a glam rock number. Really only as a single, and this is... Give Us A Goal!
4: It's Marco Bustos. You're listening to the AFTN Soccer Show.
1: So, we thought we'll get back to some trivia
4: because
1: the, the trivia section we played the last time that Zach was on the show. Firstly, Zach's missed it the last couple of, of shows, so we, we couldn't do the second part of this. But there's a lot at stake, and it's time for some questions and answers.
0: Questions and answers on line. Wow.
1: No Good old Sham69 there with questions and answers. And if I don't win this, this is a sham, is, is all I'm going to say.
3: Well, I don't know. I haven't given anybody any answers. No? I've had time. So, okay, so we're going to start off.
1: Well, let, let's just remind oh, yeah, okay. listeners what this is all about. So
3: what this is, is a trivia question, there'll, there'll be 10 questions, um, you have 30 seconds to answer. You can answer straight out, you'll get three points. If You you have the option to go to multiple choice. If you go to multiple choice, the value of the answer goes down to one. Most points wins this round. Winner of this round, we are going to be drafting players to build your own starting 11. And that starting 11 will go into competition against the other people. We'll vote to see who wins. Winner obviously takes all. The winner of this round gets the first pick for midfielders. I
1: got, I got the defenders. The cows, you keep any. You
3: got defenders and goalies. Yes, this is not MLS. This is tall players in the yeah. world. Okay, so are we ready to go? Okay, so everybody got their pen and paper and tough yeah. stuff. Okay, all good. So this is the one. The question to decide on who gets to control the board. Now, as we know, Leo Messi leads La Liga in three, with 365 goals. Cristiano Ronaldo has 289. Third place. Is Telmo Zara, who scored, uh, who played from 1940 to 1955, how many goals did he score? And how many? Obviously, he was the leader for a long time until he was passed by Ronaldo and Messi.
2: How many goals did he score in his career? How many years? Sorry, he he played 15 years. And what's what's Ronnie at? Ron- two. What? Two, what's Ronnie at? Two eighty right now? Two eighty nine.
3: So I'll give you 30 seconds.
2: Um, I've got my.
3: And as we, as we did last time, we'll play some theme songs. Uh, I some love, of my favorite shows. Is it, that, is it closest time. without going 21 over? 21 Jump Street, this was.
2: Is it closest without going over or just closest? Just closest. Close.
3: We'll do closest. Although I have to do math. Oh, well, you th- can do math. I you love math. Think,
2: yeah. I think you won this one.
3: Okay. So, uh, Zach, your answer, 222.
2: Where's your whiteboard?
1: I forgot to bring my whiteboard. Oh.
3: And Zach, your answer is 245. Zach wins control. The answer is 251.
1: Oh, (laughs) I don't like this game. I'll take German football. Wow, a
3: game you don't control and you didn't come up with. You don't like, right? Where's the darts,
2: man? Where's the darts?
3: (laughs) Okay, so let me bring up the question. So, German football question two. German football or Bundesliga or whatever it was. So, question here is: Name the only currently active player in Bundesliga. That sits in all-time top ten scores for the league. Your thirty seconds starts. So the current player who sits in the top ten of all-time scores, he's currently playing, and he sits in the top ten. Those are the combination. Okay, oh. here we go. Airwolf, another favorite show. It's about a helicopter.
1: Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Just to let you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the clues. Oh, multiple choice. I don't know anyone
4: that plays. Oh wait, isn't
2: Okay, I got
3: two. Well, you have to have. Their nicknames. They're down to one. I don't know nicknames, so if you give me the nicknames, it's wrong.
2: Yeah, it's gotta be. Oh, wait. Wrong wrong
4: one.
3: <laughs> you got three seconds. I
2: already know the full name. Okay. Uh, so I, you're gonna go to I, the I'll multiple take choice? Multiple choice, because I don't know what so that plays in Your Bundesliga. So go ahead, Zach. Your answer. What, he has to guess multiple choices? He's,
3: no, he's got multiple choices. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's gonna make sense. <laughs> I'm not giving him the Whoa, answer. I say That was almost screwed up. Okay, so A, Claudio Pizarro. B, Robert Lewandowski. C, Mario Gomez. D, Stefan Kiesling. Might be wrong pronunciation there. You can just say it. Oh, um, I'm going to say Gomez. Gomez. And your answer?
2: It's not Zach? Mario Gomez. I believe the correct answer, I could be wrong, is Pisa, Claudio Pizarro?
3: Yeah, it is. So Zach starts off with three points. I have no idea who he is.
2: What? He played for Werder Bremen, <laughs> Bayern, Chelsea, he's I, at FC Cove? Yeah,
3: I don't know. Right now? Early yeah. 3 nothing league. I
2: saw him score in the 2003 German Cup final. I,
3: Mike, Michael, I, you're... I'm going to pick
2: Scottish football then.
3: It, it'll be either 1, 2, 4, or 5. Ooh. Four Four, okay So, in the history of Hamden Parks, how many have there been? Wait, wait, wait Oh, shoot How many Hamden Parks? Yeah, how many Hamden Parks have there been? Oh, man Oh, and I'll start the music right now Is it
2: 18? Yeah This. I can see through your paper. Quick, quick, Question for you, Steve. Uh, Steve does this include like like being rebuilt yeah, on the same what site? Yeah, that's I was going to ask. Yeah,
3: exactly. Oh. How many? How many? How many? Like okay, versions of Hamden Park I was gonna, I was gonna
1: go. There's one because no, it, no. It just renovated how many, it.
3: how many versions of Hamden Park have there been? Like, there's locations basically. There was there was n- n- different locations. Well, because okay. they've renovated
2: the current one for sure. I'm not talking
3: about renovations I'm talking about different locations. Oh, different oh, locations yeah. of Hamden Park.
2: Yeah, maybe I should have said that. Yeah, locations is different. I want to change my answer. Okay,
3: I'll give you. I'll give you uh, ten seconds or more.
2: Okay, I, I've got an answer.
3: Okay, I'll, I'll play a team again. Everybody loves that, anyways. go multiple choice too
2: i don't think multiple choice will help <laughs> you got it
3: okay, okay here we go okay
2: i've gone with three three oh, i okay. had three and i changed it to two
3: two okay so michael is right He's oh shoot. the latest one uh, was built in 1903 <sighs> there were two other ones before that hmm. in different locations i did not know that Yeah. Okay, so Dang. now we have uh, Zach. Uh, you got Canada. Uh, Canada. Yeah, let can- go. Canada, oh. question two. Uh, question two. <laughs> so the question is what nation did Canada defeat to qualify for the 1986 World Cup? Oh, shoot. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica, by the way. The
2: I, can s- I can see the game. I just can't.
3: You can go multiple choice, too, if you want an no, arrow no. down. No. You're not going multiple choice? No. I thought you would. Well. No.
2: Okay. Uh, so, I think Zach, you'll I'm go no, first. I think I'm wrong. I put El Salvador. Oh, no.
1: I put El Salvador. <laughs> well, both
2: of you guys are on. It's Honduras? It's Honduras. Oh, yeah, I was new was the blue and white. Shoot.
3: Ugh. So, uh, Funny. Zach, uh, do you want to go World Cup, it's White me. Cap? Oh, time. Mike, Mike. Uh, Michael. Uh, you want to go World Cup, White Caps, Premier League? That was embarrassing. MLS, Euro, other. Cities and clubs.
1: Oh, I'm going to go cities and
3: clubs. And it, uh, Two to five. One of those. Five. Five, okay. Well, this is a good category. Maybe we'll do this as a regular too. So, the club is
2: Fairnord. I hope I'm we'll pronouncing oh, it right. Come on, that's too easy. Well, maybe for you. For I? Michael, it is too. Come on. Done. Done. But I'm not
1: as confident as she. Do
3: you mm. want to think about it? No, I'm. I'm going with this. I like the chips theme, though. Punch John. Okay.
1: I've gone with Rotterdam.
3: You are correct. Yeah, you guys are both correct. Three points each. Both at six. So, Michael, you I mean, Zach, your next category. What are the options? Um, options are World Cup, Whitecaps, EP, uh, EPL, MLS, Euro, other. And Euro by Euro, European Championships. Like the Euro.
2: For the national teams? Yeah. I'll go World Cup.
3: World Cup? Okay. For so, two, number two. Let me see if number two is available. Which one do we do? No, we did number two. Oh, So, it's number one, one number one, 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 three, one. four, five. Number one. Okay. Number one. Let me get my song ready. Uh, what, w- oh, sorry. Which, no. What country did Mexico replace as the 1986 World Cup host? Oh, I got it.
2: You, you know this,
0: right, Mike? Just a good
2: old boy. Never mean it. I, no I didn't, I, 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 I don't what?
3: know this. This is a- when I saw this I didn't realize that the, uh, there was a replacement. I had no idea about that. Oh yeah, yeah because they hosted the summer. Do you want multiple you could get multiple choice You could stay in the game
2: I'm pretty sure I I, I'm pretty
1: sure it was a South American country, but I, I'll go multiple choice.
3: Okay, so multiple choice options are. A Uruguay, B Chile, C Colombia or D Japan. Colombia. Okay, I, c- you I concur. Colombia. Both you guys are right. Three. Points.
1: I knew it was a South American country. I thought it was Ecuador or Venezuela
2: or some. I can't believe we didn't get a Honduras. Ah.
3: So nine to seven. Okay, so uh, I think it is Michael's. So what what category do you want to go?
1: What we got left again?
3: We got white caps. I'll go with white caps. Okay, white caps. And you have uh, number one, two, four, or five? Four. Four. Jordan Harvey leads the club in appearances during the MLS era, obviously with two hundred. Which two thousand seventeen player is tied with Gershon Kofi for second?
2: He's on the current roster right now, under contract.
3: Oh, sorry, he was current. Oh, 2017
2: player. 2017 player, yeah. I think I'm wrong. This is appearance only for Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver. What was Gersh's number?
3: I don't know what the number is. I don't have it written down. But he's tied with yours.
2: Okay, hang on. i got to write this again. Hang on. Time's up, man. Time's up. Just hold your horses there. Okay.
3: But wait, wait, you wait, don't wait, want wait. to go multiple choice, neither one of nope. you guys,
2: right? Okay. No. Okay.
3: Okay. okay. Uh, did we stay? It? Yeah, you're right. <sighs> and your answer was?
2: Nah, no, neither of mine were that. I had Rusty, then I put Maddie. Oh. How oh what's the number?
3: I, I, I'm trying to see here. I think, uh, uh, no, I don't. Oh, 150. Yeah, I did have it right now. But that would have given it away Shoot. if I did that.
2: I'm down by one.
3: Okay, so you got EPL.
2: No. What are the other? Oh, Euro. I'll take Euro. You're Euro. down by two, by the way.
3: But. Yeah, you're down by two. Euro, uh, two, four, three,
2: four, five. Wait, you're what? Down by two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got ten. You got uh, a head. he He's got ten eight. points, and you got nine. Actually, you know who oh, he no, is. Yeah, you're down you by right. one. Yeah, yeah, I'm down by one. Yeah.
3: yeah. Maths. Uh, Euro, for number two. Number two. Which player holds the record... For most appearances in the Euros, time starts now. So, which player holds the record for most appearances in the Euros?
2: I know this guy is a little
3: Obviously, you want to look at somebody who's, play, who's played for his national team at a young age. Oh, and he continues was, to play for them. He league.
2: missed that tournament, though. Oh,
3: I'm, mm. I'm going to guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to guess as well. You get, so, you want the multiple choice, you're saying? No, I'm going to guess. Oh, okay. So, you guys are both ready? Yep. Yeah. So, whose turn was it? It was first? my turn.
2: I went with Lothar Mateos. Okay. I went with Roberto Baggio. No. Correct
3: answer is Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh. 21 appearances. I thought it might have been a Russian guy.
2: Boo. Mateos is up there for World Cup appearances. I know that. Shoot.
3: Okay. So, and like I said, Ronaldo obviously played when he was like probably yeah. 17, 18, and he's played a number of Euros. So yeah, I'm okay was. to get that one wrong. Okay. I, good. MLS for me. MLS. What, uh, we got one through four. 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 Okay. So, which original, which of the original 96 MLS teams has never won an MLS Cup or a supporter shield? Say that again. Which of the 96 original MLS teams has never won an MLS Cup or a supporter shield? Either one. <music> and you can't go multiple choice, like I said. Boy, I spent a lot of time to do these multiple choices. You guys keep guessing.
2: Oh, wait, 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 wait. I need some time on this. I. I could. I'm, I know. I got. There's 30 seconds. No wait, wait, wait. Do you know? Yeah, well, I've guessed. I'm
1: sure
3: we don't
2: miss the other wait, does it have to be under the same name? No, they won. Hang on, hang on. Okay, time's up. No, no, no. Just give me yeah, a second. I got to no. do the Would math. You... Hang on, hang on. Does it? You come on.
3: That's 30 seconds. Come on. You got to go multiple choice if you want to, if you're not No, sure. but
2: because I know this. I just got to do the math. No.
3: There's no math. Yeah, there's hashtag
2: math. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Take control of this. Uh, so there's,
3: you're, uh, either go multiple choice or you're out.
2: I'll go multiple choice okay, in that okay. option then. So
3: your multiple choice options are uh, FC Dallas slash burn, Colorado Rapids, the Red Bulls slash Metro Stars, or the New England Revolution. Oh,
2: it's New no, England.
1: Not the team that I wrote down. Then. It's no. New
2: England. Yeah, ah. that's right. I put Miami. No, they won the Supporters Shield before it was the Supporters Shield. They won the league the year like they went out.
1: But how can they win the Supporters Shield
2: before it was the? They the, shield? It the shield? They won
1: point. the league. But it wasn't the Supporters Shield. They won the league. But it wasn't the
3: Supporters Shield. Yeah, whatever.
2: I get the point. Single point.
3: Boo. So it's tie ten ten. Um, I think we're done in categories. No. Think, oh, we have one more category.
2: Yeah, I have to go with the EPL, right? Yes. Yeah, EPO and other. Oh, there's
3: there's EPL and other. There's two two more categories. What's other? Other is like I'll eh, take other. Okay, other. Well, you know you're gonna you have to answer EPL the EPL. <laughs> okay, so other uh, question uh, one or two? Oh, two. No, two. two. Okay. So other than Barcelona and Real Madrid, which club is the only one never to be relegated from La Liga? From La Liga. From La Liga. That's why it was. Oh. <laughs> 2. Wild heart.
2: Educated guess, Michael, or...? I educated guess. Yeah. Um, oh, no, you
1: have to say first.
2: Oh. I have no idea for sure. I just went with Valencia. Uh, what? Valencia. Valencia.
3: Oh, Valencia. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. And I d- went with Real Sociedad. No. Neither one of you guys are right. It's, it's Athletic Bilbao. Oh, let's <sighs> Bilbao. Bilbao. So... Okay, th- I will finish then with EPL. EPL. And we're tied at 10? Tied at 10. What
2: happens if it finishes as a tie? Boy, I don't know. Do a bonus? Oh, no, I won. I won the... Oh, no, that's different.
3: So, EPL, what number do you want? Uh, three. Where the hell is he? Oh, there it is. Okay. So, of the top 10 all-time EPL scores post-92, who has the best goals per appearance ratio?
0: Baby, if you ever wondered, wondered, Whatever became of me. I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. Cincinnati, WKRP. Got kinda tired of packing and unpacking. Town to town Ten up and down the
3: dial. You can go multiple choice. Maybe you and
2: me were never meant okay, to so it's his, it's his question. Yes, do, do he, does he have to tell me if He's going multiple choice first right? No no
3: you, you, you guys can say it Whenever you want I'm
2: I'm going to answer Okay then I'll answer too Okay
3: I've changed my answer oh, no. and I'm
1: going to kick myself If it's the first one I've put You're going to get right so I've get right. gone with Michael Owen Because he was always yeah. injured
2: Is he top 10 though? Yeah
1: My uh, My first answer was Andy Cole Oh that's a nice one
2: And yours is? I went with The man who had An interesting tweet This last week Alan Sure. Neither one of you guys Are right Wait, should we go? It? Is, both of his answers are wrong?
3: Yeah, both of them are wrong. Should we go
2: again to get the tiebreaker? How are we going to do this?
3: Uh, well, uh, oh,
1: well, give us the multiple choice then, and we can both write multiple choice. And if one of okay, us gets fine. that right. Okay,
3: so the multiple choice. find um, the Okay, the problem is this, it's all our guys. Actually, <laughs> no, the problem is that you gave us the three people that were multiple <laughs> choice. <laughs> okay, I have an extra question in other. Okay. Okay, because I think we, I, I think we skipped. Uh, other one, well, other yeah, we didn't time. do it. We only did nine rounds yeah, last we did, week, yeah. so I, I
1: unfairly lost. So we have to do a rekind.
3: <laughs> so uh, Michael, because you, uh, you were cheated, obviously. Yeah, not you, that I'm competitive. You can pick one, three, four, five. Three. Wait, 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 why does he
2: go? I won the. It's no, my turn
3: because we didn't do it last week. So three, three, okay. The only club to have played every season in Syria. Oh, man.
1: I'm so tempted to go multiple choice yeah there's yeah what i've written gonna, an answer but i've written an answer too but i don't want this to go on forever i'm gonna go
3: with my answer what the hell? okay sure okay
2: what do you got i've got roma oh that's one of my top three choices i went with inter
3: zach is right inter milan
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry <man>. <laughs> michael's <laughs> leaving the studio he's he's gently placed his headset on the table uh He's walking with hands up high out of the studio in disgrace. <laughs> Tell him what he's won, Bob.
3: Oh god. Well remember you, you I now you have, I have the defenders, choice. midfielders no. Yeah. and no but you have the choice of the for the first midfielder or the next two. Like we because we you either get the first pick or the second and third of, pick. Of the options and then you we give go us. back and forth, yeah.
2: So first what? pick in the keepers, defenders, midfielders. This is awesome.
1: Yeah. Anyway, we'll be back with more. <laughs> After this. Hi, I'm Carl Robinson. Uh, you're listening to the AFTN podcast. Welcome back. You're listening to the AFTN Soccer Show on CITR Radio. Broadcasting from the unceded Musqueam Territory at the University of British Columbia. I, I kind of feel I, I need a win. I feel I need to open some presents.
3: Yeah, we were going to open presents for Christmas, but it didn't happen. Somebody decided to spend time with their family. Tch,
1: I know. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I spent time with my family on the
2: show.
3: Yeah, I spent, I left my you family. You spent time with my
1: family on the show. I left my
3: that family. Was a, it was a great show.
2: Yeah, I night- mean, for the most part. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there were too many times you were like, I don't, I'm not too religious, mate, but um, the song's about Jesus. And there was some theological. Did, did I play some songs about Jesus? <laughs> of course you did. You played oh. Hark the Herald? Yeah, that's what Oh, you by mean. the folder.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, we mentioned that Jesus
3: we did mention Jesus yeah, there we was something, Jesus. We, we were, mentioned Jesus was a cool uh, guy. Uh, yeah. Well,
2: yeah, he's more than that. But so you well, you uh you um one of you was talking about oh what's the the twelve the twelve days of Christmas? Yeah. What's that all about? You know what that's about? It's a, well it's twelfth night. No, you know what it's about. It's, it's about some spendthrift woman no, that buys her no. <laughs> no seriously, you know what it's about? You yeah. wanna know? Yeah, tell me. This is what i this is what I was told recently, actually. Let's go topical. You know, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's actually a song. Uh, this is going to sound sectarian to you, but it's not, not meant in a negative way. It's a song. Supposedly, uh, Catholics who weren't able to maybe practice in early days in England weren't able to practice their faith. They sang this song, and each of the things reminds them of a uh, biblical theological truth. Oh, wow! Right. So each of the yeah. numbers. So the twelve is like the twelve apostles. Uh, oh, the Ten sense. is like the Ten Commandments. All the all these different yeah, because
1: under the the rule of James the First of England, right. um, Catholicism was outlawed. outlawed. Yeah,
2: partridge in a pear tree
3: has to be Jesus then.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, mostly. G- yeah,
3: because yeah. he is the one.
1: I've just been watching Gunpowder actually over the weekend, which was set during that time. Uh, Guy Fox and
3: yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, fantastic. Cool. So, anyway, let's open presents. That's so what Christmas I, I, is
3: all I, about. I brought you guys your gifts.
2: <laughs> no, it's not. It's about Jesus.
1: It's about presents.
3: Zach, so I, I brought Zach's. I had Zach's, but I didn't have Michael's. So I got Michael's now. So you guys can, whoever wants to go first. I'm assuming Michael wants to go first.
2: And neither of your presents have arrived from the UK yet. Yeah, neither right. of your presents have arrived from a country in Asia yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Michael, okay, you want to go I'll, first? I'll open They're, mine first. Your presents aren't coming from Asia. They come from oh. Asia. Oh, look it, it, at this. It's a t-shirt. I feel like I should... I know I don't watch it. <laughs> oh, that is superb. Is that Doctor Who? No,
3: what
1: it is. It? It's, it's the fourth doctor saying, oh, nice. would you like a jelly baby? Which could be a new segment that we do at training. I oh. could wear this t-shirt, and I could ask the White Cats players if they would like a jelly
3: baby. And their answer would be yes or no. Here, so, Hold, been, yeah. new yeah. shirt, hold sex, your new shirt.
1: Hold your new shirt. Yeah, we'll tweet this out. This is fantastic. I really like this. Thanks, Steve. I actually didn't
3: even know if that was actually a thing he said. I thought it might have be been something dirty or something like that. No. So I did, I did actually search it for him actually saying yeah, it. Yeah, no, the fourth <laughs>
1: doctor, when he was up against the monsters, he carried jelly babies. So it's yeah. to the Daleks of the side. Well, no, that's men. where I you
3: saw like it. I, I saw the video clips of that. Yeah. So that's why I figured out it was okay to buy.
1: And a, another <laughs> kind of weird thing, I've just been transferring all my VHS Doctor Who videos to DVD over this yeah. weekend. Spooky. Okay, Zach, your turn. Which of these
2: Doctor Who accounts should we tag? Oh there's th- millions of them. To Zach from Steve.
4: I wrapped oh, them myself. As yeah, you can It tell. looks, it looks, it looks like horrible <laughs> I would wrap.
2: I was disappointed you use your name, you use Steve here. I thought you were going to use a different name. It's from no. Je- it's from Jesus. It's okay. It's from Jesus. <laughs> oh, no, it's because of Jesus. No. It's a Didn't brown like a brown box. Is oh. there, it there a mug inside? Is that what's in there? Possibly. Oh. She's like, it could be a mug. How could you guess How that? How could you tell that? Video? Yeah, From, from oh. a square box. I'm the, I'm the present whisperer. I just, you well, shake also, it says
3: Fragile on it, so yeah, you I don't want to shake it too much. <laughs> Where's it? <it's> Fragile? <laughs> oh, there. The, the, oh, I didn't see
1: that. The bit that's on the opposite side from you as you shake the box.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's a Doctor Who cup.
1: Oh, that is tremendous. Doctor Who cup. I'm joking. I, yeah. I thought we were buying football presents yeah. for each other, so oh, I'm not going to do that. You guys might be disappointed. Then oh, it purpose. is a cup. Oh, hey, Marvel. Nice. Hey, I as, as a White Cats fan,
2: you're not used to having cups and Jesus. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> what? Let's see. It's Jesus sitting amongst Spider Man, Batman, Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk. Is that Flash? Flash and Superman. And Jesus is saying to all of them, and that's how I saved the world. <laughs> I hope you like
3: it. It's not meant as a joke. I meant as uh a, 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 a earnest gift, a proper gift. That is pretty awesome, dude. Thank you. Because I know how much you like Marvel. And yeah. obviously, yeah, there's no counting how much you love Jesus. Yes.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. He has songs about him. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, which of those should we click? Uh, online? I, yeah, do Doctor Who online. Okay. Well, fantastic.
3: Okay, so... Uh, so next, next segment?
1: Yeah. We're
0: looking into the future. We're looking into the future. We're looking into the future.
1: Well, since we're talking about presents. Now, when I was a lad, something that I used to get all the time in my stocking was a football annual. And I, I don't know how big they were over here. Like, did you guys have like football annuals? I, I know things I would like say shoot we, magazine was sold yeah, oh, here. well, we but we, would most, know.
3: we mostly get hockey stuff. They wouldn't. They, you wouldn't be. It would be very hard to find a soccer annual or football annual. Yeah,
1: well, obviously, because I'm going through a midlife crisis. Yeah. Um, I've and the the book which I've given you as your your Christmas present about football comic book heroes, a lot of them feature in these annuals. So that. After reading that book, I mentioned in the last show that I had then gone on eBay and rebought all the books that I had when I was a kid. So I've brought one of them along with me, the score annual from 1981, and I'll just kind of have to just show this picture, which it's always good. Look at that. Scotland and Wales, but do you recognise that Welsh kit?
2: Not really. Wait, wait, are we? Where's the Wales? Oh, look, that doesn't look like Wales. It looks like Belgium. It does. From but well,
3: how, how? when did this come out? 81? I was ED1. five years old, so but I don't think I th- remember This that
1: is the Welsh kit, which the Whitecaps had the same kit in 1977. Wow. They played in this kit, and now we've got a Welshman as manager. That isn't why I, I, I brought the book along with me. The, there was a segment in it that I was sitting in the toilet one day reading this. <laughs> And I thought this would make a great segment for the podcast. You, Cause,
3: you get the best reading on there.
1: Yeah, well, most of the stuff I come up with for the, the show is either in the toilet or in the shower. So this is a section called Soccer 2000. In the year 2000. 2000. I was going to have that as the intro to this segment, but I didn't have time to put it together. So this was Score Annual from 1981, which comes out in 1980 looking at what they think soccer was going to be like in the year 2000, 20 years into the future. So just to go over a couple of little bits of it, starts off by saying, the young fan said goodbye to his mother and hopped on the air-conditioned bus for the stadium. Goodfield was one of the most modern grounds in the league since Everton and Liverpool joined forces in 1992. (laughs) The new multi-purpose stadium built by the City Council had seen some epic European league games. The Merseyside Derby matches of yesteryear were exciting, but football, like everything else, had to live with the times. The days of the Football League were gone, if not forgotten. The European League, formed in 1995 by UEFA, had been a success. (laughs) It was formed because football had almost strangled itself. Remember those million-pound transfers of the 70s? Trevor Francis, the former Nottingham Forest and England striker, had been bought by Brian Clough for a million pounds. How ironic that Clough, after he quit Forest in 1986, should pursue a career in politics and eventually become the Minister of Finance. It was a tragedy that 64 of the 92 league clubs were declared bankrupt in the 1980s. (laughs) But at least it sparked positive action by the authorities. The situation was the same all over Europe, so the European League was formed. Now, an interesting thing about that is the Champions League did form in the 90s, which is like a European league. For sure. So, how,
2: how long did you spend in the loo?
1: Well, this is a seven-page article, <laughs> so uh, quite a while. Very perceptive of this, and it's an interesting article because a lot of this stuff in it did kind of happen in, in some shapes or forms. So obviously, Everton and Liverpool did not merge, but we did have... They almost,
2: they almost had to do a ground share.
1: Yeah, but we did have the Champions League. So, just read a little bit more. 20 of the top clubs in the continent play each other on a home-and-away basis, and at the end of the year, the true champions of Europe are crowned, a far better way of deciding who's the best than the European Cup, which was scrapped when the new league was formed. Osvaldo Ardiles became the first foreigner to score a hat-trick at Wembley in an FA Cup final in 1982. Spurs, of course, now have two 19-year-olds on their books, including Juan Kempis, the father of Mario, (laughs) who did well in the 1978 World Cup. But they did end up with two two Argentines because yes. they, they had Ricky Villa as well, who did go and they did play at Wembley. So again, spooky stuff here. Now we have matches like Everpool versus against Madrid <laughs> and Manchester versus Milan. No city can have more than one club. And when the Giants joined forces, some truly great sides were formed. Now, could you see that happening? We're, we're going to no. talk about what we can see 20 years from now. Mm. But could you see like super clubs in cities like only one Manchester club, only one Madrid club, no, only I, one Milan
3: club? That was I was thinking about putting that as one of the options. But I thought no, that's not going to happen. I no. don't think I, I don't think there's too much money for people to do that.
2: Not not in the big cities, right? Like like on Dundee, Dundee United, yeah. Maybe something smaller like that, but not Manchester, not Milan. Unless unless there's something. Not, fin- not Madrid. Unless there's a financial collapse no, or something.
3: Yeah. Or if there's an absolute financial collapse, like a depression kind of thing, maybe. Well, I, but mean, I don't w- know if then. W-
1: we're going to talk as well about what we think the, the game's going to be like in Canada and North America and in Europe in 20 years' time, in, t- in 2040. So it's one of those things. A European league, an actual true European league, not a Champions League, has been mooted for a while.
3: Yeah. I had um, that. It was one of my predictions.
1: Yeah, I, I could see that happening. You know, that eventually they're just going to get tired, and you're going to have breakaways. You're going to have the top clubs. Yeah, UEFA being usurped.
3: I have. I basically have a super league of teams from England, France, Germany, Spain, and Italy only. Yeah, so, I could see that with no relegation. I yeah. think they don't. They go. They get away from relegation. Those. Well, they,
1: they even talked recently. They had chats in the Premiership to have that as a closed shop. Looking at MLS now, MLS gets criticised for being so different to the rest of the world. But I think a lot of these clubs are looking at
2: MLS, seeing no relegation, and thinking, I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. If you're on the inside looking out, sure, exactly. But the, the problem is, again, that's all. It's all about finances. They they look at MLS and they see MLS controlling things, right? It's not the best for the clubs.
1: Now, another thing here says, a rule of the European League is that every stadium is all seated and has all the facilities a family needs because it's now a family sport with, sadly, it doesn't say sadly, I'm just adding sadly, hooliganism is out of date.
3: <laughs> it's still happening. It's just not, yeah. not as. A, a, now, awful.
1: you might like this bit. It says, the Americans showed the way when the North American Soccer League got off the ground during the 70s. We may have laughed at their dancing girls and other way-out gimmicks, but they set the standard when it came to looking after supporters. <laughs> <laughs> but that might amuse you a little bit there, Zach. Oh, man. So, the, the way, though, that America and Canada like promotes the game, all razzmatazz, there are folk in Europe that look at that, and it's a little bit kind
2: of... Oh, I quite, quite didn't, like that. Didn't your mighty hammers have, like... Uh cheerleaders for a while yeah yeah and we blow bubbles yeah well that's fine yeah i don't mind that
3: bubbles doesn't mind either
1: (laughs) but i I won't go through everything on this but they're talking about flight prices coming down across europe which it has with the budget airlines um super fast trains which they're looking at at some point doing Uh, it says fans are much better behaved now as well gone are the days when a hooligan minority spread terror across europe Totally gone, if you remember some of the things. And just wait to Russia this year. That's going to be chaotic. Um, It says, our supporters, as in the UK, are now the most welcome. And their hospitality is fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, I think that was before Brexit. They didn't see Brexit coming. Chelsea smiles for everyone. But they're talking about possible rule changes where points are awarded for goals, which is something that NASL did as well. Something I could see happening in the future Is offside going Because defences I think spoils games If you have a good defence It makes for nil-nils It's boring as hell Folk want to see goals I could see them getting rid of the offside rule altogether
3: Do you think they could go zonal? Where it's a line An additional line across somewhere Maybe the final third Like Mm. if you make it So it's easier for the ref linesman to call it too They don't have to keep falling up and down. they just stay at that line if it, if the person's in, they're in. If they're out, they're out. Do you
2: lose the halfway line? I guess.
3: No, you keep the ha- whatever the halfway. Yeah, you could yeah. lose the halfway I'd, line. I, I would just like
1: to. I'd like to see something like traditionalism. We talked about that at the start of the show. I've always been a traditionalist, and I didn't like change. But I'm, I'm starting to kind of come around to
2: ideas. And, I'm a traditionalist on some things, maybe not everything.
1: But I mean, d- d- would you like to see, for example, teams? Like attack get awarded like if they score three or more goals you get a bonus point maybe alien in vancouver but or if you keep a clean sheet you get a bonus point which would then just obviously well, you, are, encourage you already defensive. do you already
2: do in vancouver you get a haircut michael oh well
1: and booster juice <laughs> don't forget that as yeah. well they're talking about referees being full-time so remember this is what they think is going to be in force by 2000 so they're talking about full-time referees The World Cup, they say, will be held in the US in 1990. So they're only four years out with that. And they say it was a success. But then it says, who will forget the 1994 tournament and the heat and humidity of Africa? (laughs) So they're a little bit out there because it took till 2010 for a World Cup to to kind of be held in there. But it went on about how good Zambia were, who were beaten by Brazil in the final. And then they're talking about things like England and Australia playing for the Soccer Ashes... Um, you'll like this. It's the fans who benefit most from Soccer 2000. A typical day at a match is something like this. Arrive at a ground at 2pm. Meet friends in one of the many supporters' rooms around the stadium. The solar heating system ensures that even in winter, a jacket is all that is needed. We've got a roof, it's kind of like that at BC Place. The seats are all heated from underneath. And the plastic cover at the top of the stadium, which is used in case of rain or snow, Means fans are always dry. Again, BC Place ahead of the times. Not only all this, but pitches remain green all year round. Throughout the game, salespeople are on hand for ice cream, sweets, and drinks. A huge screen at either end of the field shows an instant playback of every goal, but not controversial incidents. Someone needs to tell BC Place that, I think. Only the best side of soccer is promoted. The game has changed very little in many ways. It's the way it's presented that is different. After the match, fans can talk about the game in the supporters' rooms, and it's good to see home and away fans mixing so freely. Players are happy to go along to the various rooms and talk about the match. It's a soccer talking. The players sit on a stage, and for 20 minutes, they answer any questions (laughs) about the game. It's a good idea and helps bring fans and players closer together. See, we had that at East Fife. So, I think it's great. Steve's want me to hurry up, but I've still got another eight pages of this to read. <laughs> <No>.
3: <laughs> I'm Well, I think people are done. It's going, it's nodding off right now at this point. It's story time with Michael.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they talk about having halftime entertainment. So, a lot of these things came true. So, I put out on Twitter, like, what folk maybe think football is going to be like in 20 years' time. Mm. So, we'll just get through some of these, and then we'll look at ours. Aidan Rantoul, he thinks that we'll see a forced substitution in regular time, allowed within the next 20 years. Maybe under certain conditions, but you can see that being a realistic change, and it's already allowed an extra time in in some competitions. And, I mean, back when I started watching football in the early 70s, you were allowed one sub. Yeah. And then before that, it was none. Then it was two, then three, so I could realistically see
3: four. Like NCAA has rolling subs.
1: Yeah, which took me a little bit of getting used to watching SFU games. i Don't think I would be a fan of that, but with players buying so many top players and you want to get them all in the pitch. So I could see that happening. Johnny Monster sent a few and he says he expects MLS to experiment with new video sources for in-game TV coverage, low-flying drones tracking ball carriers, body-worn cameras on marquee players. I can actually genuinely see both those things happening. New MLS commissioner Gary Bettman lowers expansion criteria, expanding to 32 teams. We get two conferences, each with two divisions of eight clubs. After four years with this model, aggregate points used to determine who goes into MLS Division 1 and who, like the Whitecaps, will drop to MLS Division 2. Pro relegation in 2038. Still not going to happen then. And he'd like to see Hope Solo as the MLS Security Operations Chief. I think he got more chance with hand Solo. Um, Greg Petrie at Our Dumb World in 20 years he thinks Canadian football fans will be complaining that it's 12 years since the team last qualified for the World Cup (laughs) and 20 years might also just be enough time to get an update on what's happening with the Canadian Premier
2: League oh easy
1: Ronan T. Allen says, is it too late to hire a director of football? Oh, this was in the wrong section. This should have been the first thing. We'll come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> Our good friend, no, it might It, might, still, it might, still,
4: <laughs> might take 20 years for that to happen, actually. so <laughs> I can see why
3: you want mixed up there.
1: <laughs> Our good friend Ian Allen, evil Bert, he says, segregated leagues and MLS. Not a first and second division. Oh, okay. Oh, Phew. you mean like com- yeah. divisions and conferences? Oh, I thought we are going back to like, like, Alabama in, think, the, in th- the 60s.
3: I think he's talking about USL, kind of, the way USL has split Yes, like,
1: If you
2: guys keep reading, you'll get it. Yeah, Pacific,
1: yeah. Midwest, Eastern, Southern League, leading a Final Four at Disneyland and Disney World and <laughs> alternating every December. I wouldn't mind that.
2: He
3: also says a World Cup will reduce in stature due to the high cost and corruption, will be reduced to a three-on-three knockout tourney (laughs) of 128 clubs held at a former holiday camp in Wales in the week between (laughs) FA Cup final and training camp. Canada will just miss out on qualification.
1: Scotland probably will as well. With media being evolving to an on-demand broadcast rights basis, the media is going to be useless and worthless. Small clubs will partner with gambling and porn sites for pay-per-view revenue. Facebook's going to be the big player, at least in the next Amazon five Prime years. Amazon Prime, too. Oh, Amazon Prime as Don't well. Don't forget that. We're talking about that later, yeah. too. If Everything is going to be so different media-wise. It's already changing. Like, the old school media's gone. You've got new sites like ourselves. You've yeah. got new broadcasts, new voices like ourselves. Basically, we're going to take over. Football yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Ian also says the Caps begin home games at Swan Guard, which is now a five-tower condo complex, including a 20,000-seat basement. No flares or loud noises, though. (laughs) Especially after seven. Five marijuana, bubble tea, and taco cafes. An influx of talent to Canadian teams, thanks to those escaping Lord Protector Ivanka, make America great again, 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 MAGA. Um, I actually think Barron Trump will be the president, and he'll be overseeing... Everything in America, including the national team for the 2040 World Cup. So what did you guys, how did you see football advancing in the in the next 20 years or so? Okay. That's up to, say,
3: 2040. So for the CPL, I, I see it having 16 to 20 teams, um, including mm-hmm. all three MLS teams.
1: I do, do you see that as a single table?
3: Yes. Like that. Um. Uh. A, a number with uh, promotion and relegation. No feeder leagues. Oh, w- won't, see, won't I, be able I, to do I that. see that. that I will be able to do that. I, because... I see a growing pyramid in twenty years. Not in twenty years. Maybe in fifty. Um. A number. If we're still here, a number of MLS teams will fold, but we'll still be at thirty-two. Oh. Um. Uh. Will the white cats be in Austin? Possibly. Hmm. China all will be
2: the, all the teams will be <laughs> all the, teams all will the be teams Austin, Austin, <laughs> Chi- Austin and San Antonio.
3: China will become a <laughs> World Cup contender. Oh. Qual- Canada will have qualified for a World Cup on their own. Um, a couple of uh, Do you want to put a
1: year on that, so we can call back.
3: 20, to that? <laughs> I'm not sure which one. One of them. But my no, we, they'll like, qualify without know, being a host. I know, I know.
1: Steve, you said that yeah. Canada. were gonna qualify.
4: That's
3: my old man voice. And then uh, a couple other ones that probably won't happen, but I thought I'd throw them in there. There's going to be a new roster rule. Maximum three robots per club. Oh. <laughs> and then also... The- are, those, are those masseuse robots or what is uh, it? Six, no, six, robots, six, playing, six robots. playing robots? Playing oh. robots. They play the game. Um, or
1: maybe robots if there's global warming.
3: Sure. It'll be. They'll be called robo hmm. Oh,
1: We could have robot robos. Yeah. What about bobos? Now... You got me thinking now about robots i'm gonna work on this
3: now my last one is because of global warming, they're gonna start building uh stadiums underground mm-hmm. um where uh where people will be able to play without dying of heat stroke
4: yeah
1: underground overground wombling
2: free so those are mine. Zach? yeah, yeah for me, I agree with you i think the c p l will be in twenty years will be thriving i think yeah i think there'll be at least well oh, 16- there'll
3: be a couple of teams that'll be. Penny, penny, no, penny. but the league as a whole. the oh, whole.
2: Uh, I think there'll be at least sixteen teams. Is what I would uh, what I would say, or, or at least hope for. Um,
3: I got twenty uh, if the MLS teams uh, come over.
2: Twenty years, we could see. We could see even sooner, but I also think the Canadian clubs might not be allowed in MLS in twenty years.
1: I, I could see that in a couple of years. Within a year.
4: Yeah. Or so, yeah.
2: Oh, and then yeah, uh, yeah, World Cup. Yeah, I think Canada. I agree with you. Canada will qualify for a World Cup between now. How about and China
3: being a World Cup contender by then?
1: Uh, are, are they going to like repatriate the players that are playing there? Or? I don't know. Uh,
3: well, I think I. I think they're doing like honestly. The limitations they're putting on how many players can play in their league is going to help. Yeah, them cause they're gonna it, go it's going to help of, the domestic game. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: yeah, I had the U.S. qualifying for uh, U.S. making like the final match. Oh, which I didn't want to say, but
1: I I can see MLS, the the whole pyramid scheme of it falling in on itself. And it's just going to like MLS will be no more. There will be a new league in in the U.S. Uh, The NASL lawsuit will still be going on with the USSF (laughs) against this new league. But there'll be promotion and relegation. There'll be a full pyramid system throughout the U.S. But U.S. and Canada, I think, will be very separate.
3: I think I think it'll be the SLS, the Super League Soccer. Ooh. Instead of Major League Soccer Or Super League Soccer Or
1: Super Soccer yeah. Just bring that
3: back oh, You've that got a sponsor
2: uh, It sounds and, like one of their, their Mid-season tournaments With like Liga MX uh, teams Versus ASLS
1: Yeah Well in the next 5 to 10 years I can definitely see Like the Liga MX teams And MLS teams Having a, an annual competition
3: I, I think will, the, v- Going will back Vancouver, to... Will Vancouver become A top 25 club in 20 years? No <laughs>
1: I think the World Cup will be devalued because they've made it too big and they've just let too many countries in, so it's, it doesn't have the same appeal that it, it used to have. It's whether maybe countries even want to host it because it's going to be so expensive for them to host it. Or they'll do like the Euro,
2: where they're just going to put it all over Europe.
1: Yeah, I mean, that would kind of make sense as well. O- over in Europe, I, I think Australia will finally get to ho- host the World Cup as well. Hopefully, because they really should have hosted the World Cup by now. And in Europe as well, I think we will have a European league and it's going to be harder and harder for a lot of these smaller clubs to survive. At least as league clubs, they might just have their own... Everything's going to get very regionalised, I think. But global warming could definitely play a, a big part in that as well. So we hope you've enjoyed our look into the future and we'll be back with more chat after this.
2: Hey, it's Stefan Rinovich and you're listening to the AFTN Soccer Show.
1: This is the final part of tonight's show I know you'll be all very sad to to hear that But we've still got a lot of things to to cover And we're going to kick things off With BC Soccer Web Headlines BC Soccer Web Headlines is brought to you In partnership with bcsoccerweb.com Your one stop site for news Reviews, links And a lot more Nationally, internationally And locally, make it your daily read com. what's been catching your eye on the site this week Steve?
3: Um, it was uh, again once again obviously Bill uh, still getting back to uh, into the new year and everything so there's a couple of days it's, it's it's also light because it is the new year uh, not too many things so I'm just gonna give you a couple of uh, quick hits uh, for soccer con- ice competition at Polar Cup it was basically they played up north. Um, a big competition there that they do annually Chinese keep transfer fee tax in place for winter 2018 window big news for them again they're trying yeah. to k- maintain uh, more domestic get more domestic players in there, keep their playing time yeah. as like we said
1: in the, the last part it is going to help grow their game and it, it's something that Leaks across the world should look at
3: this, and uh, that's why I think even the CPL. I think there should be a limit to yeah. how many uh, international players come in. And there is going to
2: be just so, not initially. <clears throat> yeah, in, in terms of the CPL, I think you have to be careful of that, right? Yeah, we, you want
3: you want to bring in talent. You want to have quality. You as well. want to have quality. Okay, yeah.
2: but we can't. I know people like you know people on the other side of the country had frustration or have frustrations over how <clears throat> clubs currently do things in MLS in terms of the Canadian content on their teams, but. When TFC entered MLS, they had to have eight Canadian players. Yeah. And so the problem with that was that meant they had to overpay for Canadians because the Canadians players' agents knew that they could get premium dollars, and that hindered yeah. their squad building greatly. Well,
1: also not it, being so the, funny, the, you saw how they performed so, as well yes. because Canada back when they came in in 2007, 2008, thousand eight, nine, et cetera,
2: they weren't. Good players. So my understanding is, especially with Paul Byrne being involved in the CPL, he knows about the difficulties with that. And the CPL is working to make sure that that's not the issue that it was for you know Toronto's early years in the MLS.
3: So uh, next one we have here is uh, Preston's. Kevin O'Connor wins 1 million euro in Irish lottery with a ticket that he got as a present. Nice little uh, Christmas present for a player. Big story here, exclu- uh, it was an exclusive, Amazon Holds Talks, and we talked about it before that Amazon was looking into possibly get, they're looking to acquire the Premier League UK TV rights. Uh, now, I don't know if this is TV or it would be streaming. It says TV, but um, I, I don't think they'd be able to get enough for that, but definitely streaming. Um, uh, obviously, uh, Dazen uh, or Diz- Dizan or whatever they however. They pronounce it that Michael. You have they're, the zone. The zone. Sorry, uh, they're looking to get uh, rights too to these kind of things. I think they have a few uh, leagues right They've, now. They have Syria. Yeah, they have La Liga. Got the English
1: Championship as well. Yeah, um, the cup competitions as well. I've loved it so yeah. far. I, I signed up for the darts. Mass
3: has it. And he speaks highly of it. Yeah, it's great. Former international great George We has uh, become the president of Liberia. Yeah.
1: I could see Bobby Lenarduzzi becoming the, the premier or of... prime minister.
3: Yeah, or premier BC. Mm-hmm. Um a funny one father and son sent off in the same incident. It was basically as a team of four Green Rovers. Uh they're in the fourth tier. Um they're actually last place. Yeah, this was a
1: nightmare first season in the league.
3: The son was sent off first, and then the uh, the coach, obviously, uh, being a good father, uh, protested a little bit there, and he was soon sent off, so we were almost like immediately. So they think it's the first time ever, but uh, who knows how many times that can happen. MLS uh, stories, uh, we talked about Kamara and Merrim earlier. Um, Major League Soccer makes a minor move, but Sacramento has endured worse. It's basically a story about how Sacramento... Uh, thought they were in the running for that uh, that expansion club, but went to Nashville. Um, I think the Sacramento owners trying to get other ownership involved as well, so increase his uh, thing. We talked about was it,
2: that was a nice opinion piece. Yeah,
3: yeah. Fellhaber headed to LFC. We talked about that. Former Chilean uh, manager Claudio Borghi interested in coaching in MLS. Um, it's about the um, uh, more coaches getting interested, especially South American coaches coming up. Yeah, that was that was just
2: one of those MLS Soccer dot Site So uh, articles that makes them sound like people care about them. <laughs> Actually, well, talking about that, the site just now, it's
1: very interesting. I don't remember this being the, as much in the past. They're focusing a lot on rumors, like unsubstantiated rumors. And I just don't remember them doing that before.
3: Because they, they know it anything gets hit it gets clicks. Yeah. Uh, then we get into the international window. A couple of stories here. Winaldo and the commission have set records straight elect- in a U.S. locker election for campaign backing. There are obviously some uh, controversy about who's backing who, and they're trying to make that more transparent.
2: So there, so there was an article with Sports Illustrated, and they asked the candidates who to give them their top three uh, uh, financial supporters. And so Winaldo's top three were two family members who he didn't want to name, which is fair. And the third was yeah. uh, the owner of what's the name? The NESL president. The guy, yeah, the guy who owns the. Because Cos- Mi- the- Miami FC. Yeah, yeah. Not, the not Miami Cosmos Fc. guy. No, it wasn't the Cosmos guy. The Cosmos no, guy just said. Thought it was the Cosmos yeah, guy. The Cosmos guy but said, the, "I've talked. We've talked, but he hasn't asked me for anything." But, but, the,
3: but I think the Miami FC guy is the one that really Silva. Yeah, silver. he's he's always been pushing to get yeah. uh, the to eliminate MLS. Um then the last one is Infantino ends year banging drum for a 48-team World Cup and FIFA salary transparency.
2: Yeah, the, the transparency is kind of snuck in at the end of the article. Yeah.
3: 48-team World Cup, I just, I
2: don't think it's right. too much. Yeah. I think
3: it's too much too at this point. How
1: big is my Panini album going to be? It's going to bankrupt me trying to get that filled. You're going to need it for Christmas gifts. Uh, I still need to get some. Oh. Talking of that, like you, you gave me the Christmas gift yeah. uh, on the Christmas show. No, that was the, more of an end of year because I well, wanted yeah, your, the end of year. it year, was year better. a Panini Road to the World Cup album, which I've never had those before, so it was kind of fun to have something different. 10 packs Steve got me, one double in the whole 10 packs. Wow. Unlike the Whitecaps ones where you get doubles in the same pack. So get that sorted, Whitecaps. But I'm disappointed, Steve, that you didn't feature the biggest story of the week, what which is. was from Scotland. And that was Dean Shields, that used to play for FC Edmonton. Oh yeah, he's now back in Scotland playing for Dunfermline Athletic. He's only got one eye. Okay. And the, there's a there's a big kind of rivalry between Falkirk and Dunfermline. So two Falkirk players were suspended because they were criticising him during a game for having one eye. So the teams met again for the New Year Derby, and the Falkirk fan threw fake eyeballs on the pitch. Which is a unique way of protesting. Oh, for sure. So now Falkirk's likely to get fined for that.
3: That's a good way to help your club. Scottish
4: football.
2: And a good club will take the fine. Yeah.
4: Flash five. Rank it, baby. Five
2: to one. I don't know who that guy is but oh that voice. voice before we get to the real flash uh flash five sure. uh, ryan mcleod at ctv ryan tweeted flash five the top five reasons i should be asleep instead of listening to the radio at twelve fifty a.m <laughs> our
1: our listeners are loyal we love you
3: all so okay so i'm gonna go over this is from this is the last season we're gonna do in the next year week sorry next year next week we're gonna do the all time so this is from 2014 I'm I'm gonna give honor, I'm gonna give a quick honorable mention to Kendall Waston's goal at the end of the year. The, I guess Colorado, the header, yeah, the right. header, To qualify for the
2: uh, cup, yeah, yeah,
3: because it, it wasn't a great goal, but he just threw himself at it. It got them in the playoffs, eliminated Portland. You got to give an honorable oh, mention. Oh yeah. So fifth place, Eric Hurtado. It was the year of Hurtado um, versus Columbus May 10th with a one mm. nothing win. Left foot. Yeah, it was uh, uh, it was basically a uh, a long free kick from David Elstad.
2: It was very direct football. Are you saying?
3: Yeah, and and, and right There's nothing to, wrong with that. R- Osted, right, and that's uh, I think that's what, one thing we're going to be missing from Elstead too, his ability to find people uh, like in, in the attack, and it was right to Hurtado. Hurtado controlled it, basically went uh, north, north east, west, north south, um, up the pitch, got to the top of the box, nailed it into the far yeah, corner, cut it onto his left foot, and yeah. bent it into the.
1: He, like, he doesn't score often,
3: but when he scores, his goals are good. And there's another one coming up soon. Yeah. Um, uh, number four, uh, Sebastian Fernandez, who, in fact, all three of his goals were from distance and they yes. were good. But this one's against Seattle, uh, July 5th. It was about 35 yards out. Um, they won the game one um, uh This one uh, was a little less uh, build-up. Uh, there was a, a goal against uh, the Red Bulls in the opening game. That was more build-up, but this one... Uh, was from distance and it was a real a uh, cracker so number 4 there Kenny Miller gets to number 3 um Come on, now Kenny. the goal itself wasn't spectacular but the pass that Pedro Morales made from within his own side of his uh, line over top the defenders and Kenny Miller's ability to hold his run perfectly along I think it was a right back that was uh, up up the park I mean um, near the end line sideline sorry and he held the line Got the ball and then Robles didn't know what to do and he just basically lobbed it over him. A, a brilliant goal. I, I I just I just love the the
2: way the the goal was built up so quickly. A couple of games after that, he walked over to us and handed us those boots. Yeah, so I have those boots laying around. Number two, back to Sebastian
3: Fernandez um, up against RSL. Oh, the late and equalizer. Real- so the late equalizer. Um, RSL had gone up two nil in the first ten minutes. Um, everybody thought. I think I was at an uh, a provincial cup game. Uh, uh, Alan Koch was there too, and uh, we, we found out what the score was. Well, there's no point of going back to, to watch the rest of this, and then it ended up being Mesquita, Mesquita in the 86th minute, and then Sebastian Stephen Bateshore made great, a great tackle, tackle. Uh, got it to Fernandez. Fernandez, I think this one was 45 yards, counter, if I'm not distance. mistaken, and it swerved right on Ramondo and went
2: to the. Ramondo did not look good. On no,
3: not guy. at all. Number one is going to be Eric Hurtado. Like I said, it's the year Hurtado yep. this year. Um, against, against Seattle, Seattle. May twenty fourth, two two draw. It was the opening goal. He gets away from Alonso twice. Yeah. twice. This is supposed to be one of the premier defensive midfielders. Gets away from him twice. There was also the second time there was a defender there too. Those guys collided. He got to the got towards the end line. Fry was there, but the shot was like such at such an angle. Fry actually, I, I felt if his head was still there. Um in the same he didn't move his head backwards, it would have been decapitated or, yeah. or really badly uh, concussed. Um so Eric Hurtado gets our goal of the year for twenty fourteen.
1: And that actually did also win the official AFTN. Oh, gold. did it? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you were mentioning. I thought it, it was, have... I thought it might have been Kenny Miller, yeah. but no, looking at it, just got it up here. I voted for that, as did Jay Duke as well, who said it was an unlikely piece of technical trickery from Hurtado. But it, it was a fantastic one. Yeah. So, another excellent flash five. And yeah, we will now, after this, next week we will look at the top five MLS Whitecaps goals of all time. Yeah. MLS era. MLS era, yeah.
3: Expect a lot from the early years. (laughs) Because there were some really nice goals in the early years. Because we don't score
1: anymore? No, that's okay. No, because
3: it's more direct. Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, that is it basically for this episode of the show. My my dream of finishing this early hasn't kind of happened, but
3: <laughs> never done. Di- well, it was the, it was the yeah. ten minute read of that book.
1: But yeah, I also cut out two sections as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> but just before we go,
3: let's just let everyone know where they can find you online. You can find me on Twitter at WhitecapsBeat.
2: For me, it's at Zachary Am, and I'm a part of the Movement Curve Collective.
1: I'm Michael McCall. You can find me on Twitter at AFT Canada, on Instagram at AFTN Soccer. Read all our stuff on AFTN.ca, away from the numbers, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up in the next week or so. But until next time, as always, thanks for listening, take care, and on the caps! Going to your first match is an experience you never forget.